Um, I'm probably one of the most least experienced candidates on this list in terms of electoral politics. Um, I think I am standing because of my involvement with the Green Party Trade Union Group, which I've been Secretary of for a few years. And I think the main reason I'm standing uh, and, and, and hope to attract some votes at least is to is the, is the votes for me in regard to that position would signal quite clearly that the party is interested in widening its electoral base, in uh, putting forward its social agenda more firmly, and in, in order to do that, uh, to build uh, links and insofar as it can with the wider Labour movement. And I think that's all I would like to say. Next candidate. Uh, my name's Terry McGrenra. Um, I'm basically sort of standing because I believe you mean sort of that we should be extend our sort of influence and our sort of remit beyond our sort of what has been meant our traditional sort of green politics into social areas in which we fe I feel sort of labor has left a vacuum in which we can capitalize upon. In particular, I mean sort of I'll highlight two issues and then sort of see how, many, how long, how much time I have left. In particular, I would mention housing, actually, and in a sense, I don't have to make housing because I mean, sort of every day I means sort of the, the case is made for me. On Monday, I mean, there was the front page, not the front page, but the, the billboard of the Evening Standard, actually, sort of, I mean, uh, in which it stated that uh, first time, first home soared to 250,000. So, you know, in a sense, I mean, sort of, it's good to I mean that the standard is highlighting the, the issue of housing. But at the same time, I mean, it is, it is highlighting the situation as regards uh, sort of those who want to buy. But, I mean, we have to sort of shift the zeitgeist, uh, the emphasis of the whole debate towards people who are not sort of wish to buy and who can't buy. In fact, I mean, sort of those who are in sort of council accommodation. And what is happening in council accommodation is something which has been sort of the unwritten story as regards, I mean, in happening in not only in London but in sort of the rest of the country. In fact, I mean, sort of the money, the money that has been wasted on sort of such a sort of project by the government is absolutely chronic. It could have it paid for the repairs. Again, as regards the Olympics, I mean, again, my case has been made for me. Today, I was at the sort of the London Assembly. And there was said, Cole, admitting but not admitting the fact that means of the cost of the Olympics in, in, in one particular aspect, the Olympics, the Olympic Stadium is going to double. So you mean, sir, the whole thing has been sort of done in the back of a sort of a cigarette packet, and that is not a way to sort of to, uh, to basically sort of run the hey, Olympics. Terry, sorry. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. Thank you. <coughs> I have to grovel here. <laughs> oh, I've got my pen there. That's right. Hi, I'm Kate Tansley. It's the first time I've done this, although not the first time I've been involved in green politics. I've been involved for about 14 years. Um, I just wanted to explain a bit about why I'm standing. I'm standing because I think I've got a really interesting and useful and fresh background in a lot of community development work and also in green politics. The top priorities I would have would be climate change. I've been involved in an awful lot of climate change campaigning. And I think that the 2012 Olympics would be a really good opportunity to show the world what amazing strides forward we could make in um, actually tackling climate change. For example, really introducing an awful lot more traffic-free cycling lanes would be, I think, a really good step forward. And another top priority would be building stronger communities through <coughs> investing in community development worker projects and supporting local shops and um, tactics like that. 
Um, some of the campaigns I've been involved in over the years have been Campaign Against Climate Change, where I was head steward last year for the uh, Big March, and Friends of the Earth and Reclaim the Streets. I've done some canvassing for Green Party candidates who won, and um, I've also been the training officer and secretary, so I've got a lot of experience in the Green Movement, and um, I've got a lot of contacts in the Green Movement. Only the other day, Phil Thornhill from the Campaign Against Climate Change asked me to publicise things saying, oh, you know so many people, so I thought I'd mention that. <laughs> and in my paid work, I've um, done very well in the last few years in getting um, beacon status for my project from five stars out of five. And I guess that's a project I set up and run myself, reaching out to isolated <coughs> communities. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm standing, because I've got a lot of experience in reaching out to sort of people that you don't often see, really isolated people, and also building networks with local politicians. So I think that would be really useful in reaching people that we don't usually meet. Hi. As you might expect, <laughs> I'm going to ask you to put your number one against my name. That's John Knott, one, by the way. Um, I'm also going to ask you to do two more things, because I think this campaign is about more than just having great candidates, although getting the best people at the top of our list would be a great start. So John Knott, one, if you're in doubt. The second thing I'd like you to do, and I'd like you to do it when you get home tonight, is go on the web or pick up the phone and book yourself a train ticket to Norwich, Brighton, Watford, Braintree, I don't care where you go, as long as there's a winnable green seat at the end of it. Because I'm going to be doing a lot of campaigning outside of London between now and May, and I, there are three reasons I'm going to do that, three reasons I hope you'll join me in doing that. One, it's brilliant to get more Greens elected, and we've got the chance to do that in places like Norwich and Brighton. Secondly, it's great to feel that you've helped get Greens elected. And thirdly, having that green tide around the country will help us in London when we come to our elections next year. And the third thing I'd like to ask you to do, but leave this till after May, when you've been out and helped get us over 120 green councils around the country, is start doing work now in your target wards, in your target mosaic areas. Even if you only get one or two newsletters out this year, that drip drip of green publicity <coughs> will make a lot of difference when we start running the campaign proper early next year. It's even better if you can get out and talk to voters, because that way you'll find new members, that way you'll build our vote for next year, for the, for the Euro elections, and for the council elections in 2010. So, like I said, we need our best candidates at the top of the list. It's John Knott, that's the name, remember? Um, but this campaign is as much about the work that we do on the ground between now and then as it is about candidates and the campaign period. So, help me get councillors elected around London, help us do the work on the ground, London is going green. Please help me to do it. Uh, I'm Noel Lynch, uh, present Fed coordinator. Uh, I won't waste your time. There's 18 of us here, so unless somebody really makes a mess of our speech, uh, you're not going to remember a great deal uh, by tomorrow. Uh, all I would say is I have the experience, I've done the job, but not just uh, being able to do the job, I have the tenacity and, and stamina to be able to much expand the job for the benefit of London and the Green Party. As I said, I won't waste your time. 
if you want to see me, talk to me. Uh, look at the, uh, my election statement. Look at the leaflet that's coming out. We were supposed to be here today, but it didn't arrive. Uh, look at the leaflet that's coming out on Saturday. Or look at my blog, which is on the leaflet as well, as where you will see quite a lot of my articles and things. Uh, but most of all, talk to me. My door is always open, always has been. So uh, talk is the best thing. So... As I say, my name is Noel Lynch. Uh, please give me your number one. Thank you. <coughs> my name is Adrian Oliver. For around five or six years, I've been a leading activist in Camden Green Party, uh, holding posts of coordinator, chair, and election agent. I was the election agent for the first ever full slate of local election candidates in 2002 achievement we repeated this time round, along with Islington. I also managed the Green Party's office and finances for four and a half years, until fairly, well, just over a year ago. And uh, I'm very pleased to say I was elected, along with Maya D'Souza, to a Camden Council in May, and I'm now leader of the Green Group on Camden Council. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Hello, uh, my name is Tim Turner. I'm standing for the Assembly list because I think I could make a difference as a candidate and if I were elected. Um, I joined the party about in about 1998. Um, <laughs> I stood previously for the European List election and, um, uh, and also as a local candidate uh, three times. Um, my particular interests um, are in food and health, but while, uh, while I've been in the Green Party, I've taken part in campaigns on um, globalisation, peace and the war in Iraq, uh, trade justice, climate change, animal rights, nuclear trains, saving green space um, and quite a few other things. Um, I hope you all vote for me and um, thank you. Hi, I'm Pete McCaskey. Um, I've been fanatical about the environment, I suppose, since the late 60s as a teenager. Um, for 30 years, I ran my own business, which from a starting capital of £50, I developed into being one of the best-known traders in my field in the world. Um, I've held virtually every office in my local party over the years, um, currently on the executive as management coordinator, the national executive. Um, I suppose uh, I'll come on to some policy perhaps. I think I would like to see in this campaign the Olympics um, as a, a, a priority, um, to have the Olympics as a beacon of, of sustainability. Um, my priority will be uh, working towards carbon reductions, uh, a lot of ideas for transport. I uh, would like to see more on radial services around London. Um, improving disabled access. Um, one of the things, I mean, I'm a big fan of what the Green Group's done on the GLA, but the thing that I think I would most want to raise the profile of would be wildlife, uh, wildlife habitat conservation, um, promote London as a centre for non-animal research, which is stuff Noel was working on. Um, I would also like to see us engage far more with minority media, things like The Voice, um, broaden our, our appeal in that way. Um, I think I'll leave it at that for now. Uh, vote for Pete McCaskey. 
Hello, my name's Keith Magnum. I'm from Hackney Green Party. Um, I'd just like to say a bit about uh, my way of working uh, in green politics and my, my approach to uh, the job of Assembly Member. The job of an Assembly Member is to hold the Mayor to account and to raise issues of concern to Londoners. And um, I'd just like to, to say that um, I've been doing this um, in a very small way um, in my local party, in my local community and at work in the GLA. Um, in my local party, um, I've been part of a winning elections team um, and helping to build the party uh, through membership and press work. Um, in my local community, I'm chair of um, a residence association and we've worked hard with St Mungo's Homeless Unit and to build a community orchard, to plant a community orchard and uh, get a youth club started. And I'm also vice chair of my local um, adventure playground association where we're currently fighting the council over the issue of land ownership and also to get funding. Uh, I'm also <coughs> vice chair of Woodbury Down Community Primary School where I'm responsible for, the, uh, for ethnic minority achievement and speci special educational needs. Um, at work in the GLA, which I've just recently left, I was branch secretary of Unison. Um, I've worked very hard in that role on the review of GLA powers and, the, and from then on the GLA bill. Um, and I've also worked very hard on the uh, pensions campaign. Um, in terms of uh, working with other people, I think this shows that I can work with what is generally known as um, all stakeholders, um, no matter where they're from. Um, and I'm also able to work uh, in a cross-party environment in, in the London Assembly. And uh, I, I hope I can um, provide a, uh, a channel through which we can translate our vision into meaningful action. Thank you, Keith. Thank you. Yes, I'm uh, Darren Johnson. I've been a Green Assembly member since, uh, since 2000, and whilst the elections back in 2000 was a great step forward for the, uh, for, for the Green Party in terms of getting our representation on the, uh, on the GLA, it was also those first four years a really, really frustrating time because apart from <laughs> congestion charging, I found the, the, the um, progress towards the Green Agenda in London was painfully, painfully slow and there weren't the resources. Over the next four years, from 2004, since we were uh, re-elected, we really started to see some, uh, some progress, thanks largely down to the, uh, the power that the Greens have um, had on the budget. And we've started to see some real investment in, uh, in some key green initiatives. But it's the next period, 2008 to 2012, is going to be absolutely crucial in terms of um, climate change, in terms globally and in London, if we are really start to, going to start to get emissions under control, those four years are going to be absolutely crucial. It's going to be a crucial time for, uh, for green politics. So I certainly want to be back on the, uh, on the Assembly for those four years, pushing the green transport initiatives, green energy schemes, um, more support for cycling, uh, scrapping plans for airport expansion. It's going to be an absolutely crucial time in terms of the uh, climate change agenda and that's why we need not just I would obviously want to get uh, re-elected to the assembly but want to get elected re-elected as part of a larger team and have that much stronger green voice on the assembly which is also vital and with my election skills I would really like to use my um, experience to help get more um, Greens elected on the assembly in my own ward in Lewisham over 50% <coughs> of the voters in that ward voted uh, for me in the uh, in the elections for the local elections I can demonstrate I can reach out 
far beyond the, uh, the, uh, the stereotypical green voters, reach out to people, get people voting green. That's what I do want to do for the Assembly. That's why I want to get back in there. Thank you. Um, I might be about to uh, shoot myself in the foot because what I'm not going to talk about is policy. We'll have a manifesto that will cover all of that for us. But what I am going to talk about and try and convey to you is how determined and driven I am to get Green Party policies implemented. In the last local elections in May, um, the Bowes Ward in Enfield was our target ward and I was the top candidate there. And we received, or I received, 1,000 votes there. We were just 100 votes off getting somebody elected. Now, the reason the electorate voted for us was because they saw that we had pinpointed the problems locally. Not only could we see the problems, but we also had the solutions for it. Now, after the election, we didn't fade away. We actually put together the Boast Health Community Action Group. And I'm just going to ask Peter just to hand out some of the leaflets that we produced regarding that. Uh, recently. Now this group has actually brought on board the local traders association. They have given us £500 to do our job. They've also brought on the local residents association. That's given us £500 to do our job. And I've got uh, just over 250 people on a mailing list dealing with the issues that you'll see we're trying to tackle on this leaflet. So local people that I'm working with are seeing that we are a relevant group and we are a practical group. And I'd like to point out that the things we're trying to bring about are all Green Party policy. But I'm trying to bring a lot more people together on this one. The formation of this group has given me some brilliant opportunities. Um, just before Christmas, I was actually on TV on BBC One programme, Inside Out, talking about local issues. And this week, I was actually on Radio 4 on uh, the You and Yours programme. Just to sum up as quickly as I can, I'd like to see that the formation of this group shows that I can pinpoint problems, that I can bring groups of people together to actually solve these problems, that I can bring relevant bodies together, community bodies, our MP, our Assembly member, to push on, that I can keep people motivated and interested in issues. Every time we call a public meeting, we play to a packed house every single time, which reg regularly scares me. So what I'd like to do is I would like to broaden this enthusiasm that I have, bring it to a London-wide group to be put on the assembly Sorry, and to, to bring this to the forefront. So please put Laura Davenport in your top four. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. Hello, everyone. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, my name's Miranda Dunn, and I have um, campaigned for, to stand or stood as a GLA candidate for two other times. Um, first, when Darren and Jenny and Victor Anderson were first um, elected onto the GLA. I also stood last time when the Camden, Camden candidate wasn't able to um, fulfill um, his commitment due to personal circumstances at the time. The reason I want to stand this time is because, try as I might, I find that my main occupation now is being a green activist. I've been a green activist for over 17 years. I took part in the occupation of Basingstoke incinerator to protest against incineration. I also took part in the occupation of Sizewell B to make people aware that the general public in Britain, 72% at that time, were against um, nuclear power. And the reason I believe that it's important for a candidate like myself to be placed on the GLA this time is because I believe we have lots of good green politicians. In fact, we have green politicians from other parties now. But what we don't have on the GLA is a gritty enough green activist who is actually prepared to dig their heels in and actually be downright rude enough 
to people like Ken when it's necessary. We've got plenty of people who can be diplomatic, but we haven't got the people who need to actually save the planet and say, now is the time, we haven't got long, the glaciers are melting, wake up London. Thank you. Hello. My name is Ashley Gunstock, and I'm from Walden Forest and Redbridge Green Party. Uh, like Miranda, I've been involved with the Green Party for 17 years, and in fact I started out in the same borough as, uh, as Miranda in Barnet. And in those 17 years, I've stood at every council, uh, national, and uh, the last two GLA elections. And the reason that I do that is because I find that in those positions of candidate, I am best equipped to put the green message across. And it seems to be working because um, our David and our Tony and probably Gordon after him is going to have to sit up and start listening. And instead of making the policy statements uh, that sound green, they might actually implement a few more policies if we can keep putting the pressure on. And that is why I'm going to put my name forward. I'm putting my name forward now for the GLA, and I will continue to do so for every election that I can possibly stand on, except for the Euros, because in Walden Forest and Redbridge we have a fine Euro um, MP in Jean Lambert. So everything but the, the Euros I will stand for. <coughs> so for this election, I hope that you will vote for me, because I intend to intensify my campaigning to the maximum in order that people sit up and listen to the Greens. Thank you. First of all, Happy New Year. <laughs> um, I'm standing because I believe that I've got the experience and I've got the vision and ability to get things done that will make me a good and effective GLA member. I was the first Green, elected Green uh, member. Who's got the mobile phone? It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind, please? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Is it on? Okay. I was the first elected member in London, and that has given me a lot of experience in how to hold members to account, how to hold uh, offices to account, how to work with tenants and residents, and that widespread knowledge that you need of housing, of policing, <coughs> of waste, all those issues that um, Jenny and Darren and the councillors here all know is needed. And in addition to this, I've been a professional in uh, environmentalist, uh, fortunately paid, for a dozen years. And now I'm worked, I've worked with businesses, giving them advice on environmental issues, and now I'm, I'm in a local authority as an expert on sustainable construction. And one of the big things I'm doing is trying to build houses that are uh, refurbished houses so that they're 90% more energy efficient. And that is the target we need to save the planet. 90% energy efficient, uh, reduction in London. A 90% low carbon and then a neutral carbon uh, London. <laughs> that is what we need. So as far as my wish vision is concerned, I spotted that we, we talked a lot about the future, but we didn't think about future generations. And I made our Green Party policy explicit about rights for future generations. 
And that is an idea that's being picked up by other people. The um, West Midlands RDA, uh, Regional Development Agency now has a board member for future generations and I want to see that idea repeated in the GLA and also in Westminster. So, and I'm working on more ideas through the Green Economics uh, uh, Institute and other places. So, I've got that vision and I want to take it to the GLA because I want this 90% uh, reduction. And to get the 90% reduction, there needs to be a step change because there's a perception amongst people that we can recycle our way Sorry, out of um, climate change. Hello, I'm Shane Collins from Lambeth. I've been a Green Party activist for, since 1989, um, <laughs> mostly working with other groups outside of the Green Party, trying to increase the Green Party's relevance to them. Um, I think on a London and national scale, we're facing a crisis. We're facing a crisis of climate change. At the moment, we have about 10 years to keep our CO2 emissions below 400 parts per million, otherwise we go over 2% uh, temperature rise, which will mean cataclysmic changes, population shifts, economic collapse. The other crisis problem we're facing is peak oil. Probably by 2015, at the latest, we will have hit the point of peak oil, which, unless we change very, very rapidly in the next few years, will probably mean the second Great Depression that we are sleepwalking into. The other crisis we're facing is crime which mostly relates to drugs. I come from Lambeth, all right? At the moment, we had another person shot yesterday. This is to do with drugs. This is to do with turf wars. This is to do with bad education, bad housing, kids who have no other alternative. They, need to, they want to make money. They're materialist, and so it's a turf war. And we're going to see more and more people killed, irrelevant of how many armed police we have on the streets, until we take the trade out of criminal hands and regulate it and legalise it. The other problem we're facing at the moment is war on terror on a big scale, which essentially is about a race for the remaining oil resources. Okay, but the crisis brings opportunities as well. Labour is stuffed. Iraq, no, people are turning away from them. The Tories are a bunch of old Etonians. There is a huge, huge political space for us if we have the courage to grab it. Please vote me number one. Thanks, Chair. <coughs> Apart from Mr. Clover, how wonderful I have. <laughs> no need, Shara. Okay. Uh, my, name, my name is uh, Shara Ali. Actually, when I, when I take a look at how I operate in politics, or in life even, I tend to look at both sides of the argument, actually. Uh, this can come in very handy if you ever have to serve the Green Party of England Wales Dispute Resolution Committee, of course. But in politics, it can be quite a good facility as well. Like when many of you are campaigning uh, to prevent the establishment of capital city academies, yes, uh, what do you do when you fail? Because you will fail, yes? What do you actually do when you see that city academy is performing very badly on the league, on the league tables? Do you then choose to criticise that school? But that could be at the expense of the kids who have to go to that school, a whole generation of them who had no say in the matter. You could be undermining those kids who are now at that school. So that requires judgment. You need to be able to look at both sides of the argument. There was another very good uh, question in the e-hustings, e actually. Are we too close to Ken? 
that requires judgment. Look at both sides. On Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, I'd probably say, absolutely no way we're going to work with Ken. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I say, OK, let's have another look. <laughs> At risk of sounding like a Lib Dem spokesperson, I know. <laughs> you should vote for me if you think I've got what it takes to make superior judgment. That will often mean making judgments in situations where they'll be misconstrued and open to gross attack. But it's a good judgment nonetheless. <laughs> judgments about the party I serve. Judgments about the members I serve. Judgments about the Londoners I serve. Judgments about the planet which serve us. And judgments about the values that I have and how to reconcile them. Maybe even judgments about how wonderful I am in relation to everybody else here. Thank you. <laughs> Hi there, I'm Sean Berry. Um, I'll try and keep this short. Um, green politics, it's on the move. People are coming to us, the media are coming to us as never before and voters are coming to us. We are not going to get another opportunity like 2008 to decisively make our mark on London politics. This is what we've waited for for 20 years. Suddenly, everyone realises we've got to do something about climate change, but they don't really know what, and the other parties don't really know what either, which is why the Green Party is so important and why this election is so important for us. We've got to pick the right people for this job. We all need to bring different skills and personalities to this team. And I believe I offer a proven track record as a campaigner and a fresh face to London politics. I already have a strong media profile because I can make complicated and difficult issues clear to ordinary people. And that's a very important job for the representatives we select. Our assembly members need courage, commitment and vision. We need to represent the needs and feelings of all our voters. Because despite our huge wealth in London, life is a struggle for ordinary people. If it's not chaos on our transport network, it's the daily struggle to make a living wage or the ridiculous levels of rents and mortgages. Most Londoners work too hard, earn too little and pay too much to enjoy our city properly. But the green vision is clear. London can be the greenest city in the world, arranged and run on a human scale, enriching the lives of everyone. As a candidate, I can help us get more Greens elected to the London Assembly. And as a Green London Assembly member, I would work harder than anyone to make this vision happen which is why I'm asking you to vote for me today. Thank you. My name is Jenny Jones. I'm one of the sitting Assembly members already, and I'm also a Southwark councillor. I was elected last year. And it's, um, it's been obvious from some of the comments we've heard this evening that the issue of whether or not to work with Ken Livingstone is quite um, one that pe people are exercised about. And the fact is, if you look at the massive changes that have taken place just over the last couple of years, the, the much higher awareness of climate change and the fact that we have to do something about it, you'll see that when you get the opportunity to work with someone who has the spending power and has the political will, then it is probably best to work with them. We are not going to be a majority party for quite some time. And so we have to accept that we have to play a part in someone else's administration if we're going to really make things happen. Now, if you're working with a political shark like Ken Livingstone, and make no mistake, you know, all the politicians in London think he is the most ferocious uh, politician around, then you have to use a mix of charm and steel. And the fact is that Miranda said, um, you know, we should speak plainly to Ken. I think if you came into a meeting with us and Ken, you would understand that Ken doesn't get away with anything with us and that we do hold him to account and I think he would be the first to say so. It has meant at times that we have 
voting for his budget, but we feel that we have had such massive gains from voting for his budget then it has been an acceptable compromise. Um, I've taken some jobs from Ken. I was deputy mayor for a year. I've also, I chair something called London Food, which is a commission that has uh, nearly four million pounds to spend on mitigation and adaptation for climate change, a massive <coughs> opportunity. Um, I've got relatively good media skills. They're improving all the time. I'm experienced, I'm effective, I'm enthusiastic. I would like the chance to carry on on the Assembly, and I do hope that you'll put me top of the list. Um, hello, um, I'm Sue Luxton. Um, I first stood for the Green Party when I was 17 years old in mock elections at my sixth form college. Um, I was quite proud of the fact that although I came fourth, I beat the SWP, which is pretty much reflective of you know, how we do in lots of parts of the country. Um, since then, I've got better at winning and targeting to win and um, helped to get a 26% swing to um, the Green Party in Ladyville Ward in Lewisham last, last, last May, where we got um, six of us elected. Um, I've been on a very steep learning curve since then, since being elected as a councillor, um, trying to combine um, raising our, our profile locally um, with actually getting practical things done both within my ward and working on, you know, borough-wide policy things. It's, it's a constant juggling act, but I'm trying to, trying to do all three. Um, raising my media profile, got a quote on the front page of the local paper this week. Um, the kind of things I've been working on locally um, in my ward, there, there was a very definite lack of youth provision, and we're on the verge of getting extra funding for that, and something that I, I feel is a, you know, a big achievement that I've been the driving force behind. Um, the other th thing I've been involved with is um, um, I'm on a committee scrutinising the Decent Homes housing programme in, in the borough. And that's something I feel where the council has got limitations and it would be great to be on the London Assembly and you know, the, the Assembly has bigger powers over housing and be able to have a broader view on this and be pushing on why the Decent Homes standard doesn't have stronger energy conservation requirements, the kind of things that are highlighted in Jean's report that just came out. Um, so I would love the opportunity to be, to be you know, vote for me high up the list. Um, I think I could be an effective, very hard-working Assembly member. Thanks. Thank you, Sue. Okay, thank, you. thank all the candidates for their opening statements. Um, I should say at this point we've got a total of 23 